is your girl AP, aka APY Blog, and I'm here with. Hey guys, it's Nimade or that African butterfly. We're excited to bring you another week. And episode five, we are on episode five of More Than My Size, and I just get more proud every time we sit down to do this because it's like we're we're building a library of content, and it's all dope content. Yes. So let's beat our own horn a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> So we are back this week and we're discussing something that I think is pretty important. And if you are a person who's ever traversed the internet, then you know that you are very, very familiar with the topic we're bringing up. And that is online bullying. Um, I don't know that, I think it's, I mean, I think because we're adults, it feels so weird, but sometimes adults are like the worst culprit for online etiquette that is borderline sometimes just all the way bullying. And I want to just give you guys a little insight as to why this is the topic that we chose to discuss tonight. Um, I recently had a photo shoot. Um, I was asked to model for a local designer in Atlanta named Christian Omishan. Um, she caters to plus size bodies, but she also carries up to extended size. And I was asked to represent that extended size. And I was really excited about it. It went great. The launch- You looked amazing. You looked so good. Thank you. So good. <laughs> um, hella nervous, y'all. You have no idea. But you know, as with all things, we utilize social media, right, to promote and do things. And so she had asked at the time for us to do some TikTok challenges. She's trying to branch out into using like reels and TikTok. And because they get a lot of views, you know what I mean? Especially reels on Instagram. TikTok, it's so fickle over there. But at any rate, she asked us to do a couple of the challenges that have been going around. And so at the time we were filming, um, but the Busted Challenge was like, the, the challenge or whatever and if you guys haven't seen it it's when you you know you go from there to fly but you drop it you know and if you guys follow me or you know me on social media you know these knees are crusted and busted and I am a disabled person however um I've been doing a lot of rehab and I was like you know I can put my own spin on this and so I did it on Instagram everything went over really well um, you did a good job yeah, thank you. Why, thank you. I thought well, I didn't. Even I didn't bust it. All things considered. Down, yes. In heels, too. In heels. In heels. In heels. Now, over on TikTok, when I first posted it, it was really quiet. Like, it wasn't like it was getting, like, a whole bunch of traction. So I didn't even think anything about it. Like, I posted over there and kept it moving. I, you know, I threw her website up there. And then, like, I signed in later in the evening <laughs> to look at other TikToks. And all of a sudden, I saw that my comment section was lit up. The views had lit up. It had gone from like 152 views to like 23K by the time I came back. And I was like, what is happening here? Yeah. And as I started to scan through the comments, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of support, but there was a lot of shade. And I was so taken aback by the fact that the things that were coming under fire, you know, more than my size, it was my disability. And I was floored by it like I ended up turning the comments off and then I limited the video to people who are my friends only on there like people who follow me because and people that I follow back and yeah. I don't follow that many people who run TikTok so now it's not very visible to people yeah but it got me to thinking like there was a moment where like I was responding to the comments like I'm not even gonna hold you like I was and I was being I was being a little bit of a jerk about it like I called this white woman Karen and then and I'm just like okay Karen here you go but yeah. You know, I ended up pulling those videos down because it's just not me. 
I have come so far in my life in terms of just being at peace with myself. I can't even feel comfortable returning negative energy to people. But it got me to thinking a lot about things my mom used to say to me when I was younger about, you know, when kids bully you, Alicia, it's, a, it's not a reflection of you, it's a reflection of them. Yeah. Even if you're a child, you don't understand it. You're just like, I just want to hit somebody. <laughs> As I was thinking about it, I really was like, yo, the fact that people were like, oh, well, why would you get down there? Now you can't get up. Who, who told you I couldn't get up? Right. People were upset that I used the hashtag disabled. And they're like, disability where? Like, that's wrong for you to associate your fatness with disability. And I'm like, nobody said that my disability right. usually right. my size. And I'm like, and if you scroll down further my TikTok page, there are videos with me and my walker. There are videos. I mean, that's asking too much of them. You know, right. like, so it's asking too much of them to take two seconds to look at your page and get actual like content about who you are. They just would like to watch 15 seconds, know your whole life and then tell you about it. It was literally 15 seconds. And like, I even did a video with like my, my rollator before. And like one of my very first dance videos I had ever done, this was over the summer. You know, I mentioned I struggle with arthritis and joint pain because of thyroidism, hypothyroidism. Like, it's a very real thing that affects my life. Like, I have a handicap placard in my car. Like, I would never jokingly call myself disabled because I was right. fat. Like, I would never do that. So the fact that there was so much commentary about it and then people really just being like, um, you know, she said, like, where's who's going to help her up now? That's not fair. And I'm like... It's weeks ago, y'all. I filmed this weeks ago. I have since posted videos of myself, obviously walking around and being normal and sitting at my desk and things. So I'm just like, but are y'all really? Didn't, there's no need for those comments, you know, like. And I, that's the thing. And I guess for me, when I'm scrolling anything on social media, right? I never feel motivated. Even when I see things I don't like, I don't agree with, whatever, it's not my cup of tea. I'm never like, fire your fingers. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, I mind my business. Like, yeah. all right, sis, do you, bro? Like, do you? I'm never like, oh, I need to go say something mean because what is your intent when you do that? And I think that's the question adults need to ask. Now, on TikTok, it's a lot of young kids over there, right? A lot of young. There's a, there's a lot of adults. Right. With the foolishness, too, though. The ignorance from children, but from adults, I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah. Who raised you and why are you like this? So I guess for me, um, you know, my Instagram is a lot more controlled. Like I have filters on it and things so that you can't leave certain phrases and comments and things like that. And I don't play. So when people leave comments on Instagram, you, you can't unless you follow me. But even if I see people being rude to each other in the comments, like I did that. That's not the kind of environment that I want on my page. Yeah. I guess I'm wondering, like, as grown adults, what goes through your head? When you're looking at people's pages, I remember a couple of months back on your TikTok, I can't remember what the video was. And mm -hmm. oh, when you were like, you don't have to like me, like, it's fine. You don't have to like my looks or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to go to town in your comments, but you had already like turned them off. I was like, <gasps> like, that was the one time I was like, okay, now I got to get yeah. in. Like, how do you respond to online bullying? Well, I mean, a few things. A, I... I try not to let it get to me because I feel like nobody who's happy in their life does that. Nobody who is happy in their life goes out of their way to say negative things to other people. 
Like you have to be hurting bad or bored. Like that's just not normal behavior. So A, I remind myself of that. B, I, I do not like rewarding negative behavior. I hate it. I don't like it. It like drives me nuts at my job when like someone yells and throws a tantrum and then we make allowances for them. Cause I'm like, hell no. So for me, like someone being a jerk, like it's easier for me to just delete it than respond because that's what they're looking for. That's where they get their joy. Their joy comes from knowing they've upset us or riled us up or whatever. And I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction, even if, cause I am a sensitive AF, you made me cry. I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction of knowing that you did. Um, it's funny cause there's this, uh, TikTok going around right now where people are stitching where the girl's like, whoever said invented the high road was somebody who can't handle the low road. And I've been thinking of stitching that because the person is like, yeah, that's right. Because blah, 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 they can't handle our mouth. And I've been thinking of stitching it and being like, yep, you're absolutely right. I can't. I cannot handle the like, like you say something crazy, then I say something crazy to you, then you say something crazier to me. And now like either I have to apologize to you or like I'm crying because I'm sensitive. So it's just, it's never worth it for me, whether it's like online or in person to really engage in the nonsense, even though it's hard, I'm more likely to engage on someone else's page. Like on my page, I'll delete it and move on. On your page, I'll fight somebody and I'll say That's something. Me all day. Like, you know I'm what I mean? Like I won't, I won't do it on my page, but I will go to bat for my friends or other people. There we go. And I don't understand like the people who just feel the need to say negative things. Like I said, they're just unhappy. Like the only time I really express negative viewpoints and stuff online is like, let's say it's a third party page and everyone's just giving their opinion about a third party. Like I would never go to their page and be like, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's say we're all on the shade room talking about like the latest TI. Or something like, like that. I you know what I mean? Shade room too, because <laughs> sometimes the comments on the shade room, I'm just like, who raised y'all? Oh, it's a mess. It's a mess. But like, that's, that's the only time where I'm ever really like negative. Other than that, like you said, it's about intent. Like, what is your intent? And that's why the one type that I will engage in is when they do the annoying, like, for your health. And the reason why is it drives me nuts that in their mind, they are justifying that they're doing or saying a good thing when they're really just being an asshole. So like the person who comes straight on and is a jerk, like the guy who told me I look like a gorilla or whatever, like he's being a jerk. He knows he's being a jerk. It is what it is, right? His comment, delete, I don't care. But the one who's like, oh, blah, 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 but but your health, like we're gonna have words because you don't really care about my health. You're just as fat phobic as the other person, but you wanna tell yourself that you care so that you feel better about yourself. Like, but you don't actually, you really don't. For the record, if you're watching this and you're one of those people, you're not concerned about our health because I guarantee you, you do not return that same energy to a smaller person because your assumption is that a smaller person is somehow healthier than a fat person. And if you see somebody with a cigarette on their page or doing anything like eating pizza or something deemed unhealthy, I guarantee you, if they're a smaller body, you're not like, oh, you shouldn't eat that. That's bad for your health. Right. No, you're assigning my size with a health status. And they 
do not equate. And you guys need to understand that there is no way of knowing anybody's health unless you do their lab work and you are their doctor or their nurse and their um, healthcare system. If not, you're not doing it. It's what you tell yourself to feel better about the things that you said. And a lot of times, you know, I come from the place of thinking, like, I represent your your biggest fear, which is being fat. And unfortunately, yeah. that really is a fear for people. But people are like, no, it's not fat phobic. I don't fear fat people. No, you don't fear fat people. But you fear the idea of fat. You fear the idea of a fat person being equal to you because of everything you've been taught about yes. hierarchy works, it crumbles under yeah. those it's like the white kid who finds out that there's black kids in his gifted class and now his the lies he's been told his whole entire life about his superiority has somehow somehow been shaken it's the same thing for for smaller people who leave these kinds of comments yeah it challenges their viewpoint that they've been told their whole life like if you've spent your whole life being 10 pounds overweight and hating your body and blaming your size for why you're not in the relationship you want to be in, or you're not where you are career-wise, and you've spent your lifetime blaming that on your 10, 15, 20 pounds overweight, it's going to kill you to see someone who's 100, 200 pounds overweight in love, living their life, oh, doing God, their thing. It. Like, it's going to burn you up it. inside because you're looking at a person telling you that the excuses you've been making for yourself are just that, excuses because it's something else because obviously a bigger person can do it and because they don't want to confront that then they start with the well it's just concern for your health but they'll say that on the comment of like an overweight person just smiling you can be sitting in a garden standing in the flowers say it is a beautiful day god bless monday and they'll say stop promoting obesity or i'm so worried about your health right, like, i'm breathing they won't go to like someone smoking a cigarette or eating a burger or blah 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 say it they won't say a word on that person's page but like god forbid a fat person live and not be miserable then it's a problem right one of the things you pointed out that was so correct is about fat people finding love so the very first time i ever saw this like be a thing um i had done a tiktok i think it was like last year in like maybe march or april and me and my husband were getting ready for something and so you know that making my way downtown something mm -hmm. like that song it was like a trending do, 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 do. it was a trending song at that time so we used it and it got thousands of views on instagram and on tiktok and people were in the comments like tagging their friends like and here i am still single i'm like Bleh. This is WAP right here. I will never be single. I will never be single and I'm cute. Like, why are we playing games? Like, you're not magic daddy wanting. Like, what are we talking about right now? Right. Your boyfriend has probably been in these DMs expressing how he's never been with a fat girl before. Like, it would hurt their feelings if they really knew, like, the people around them. If who you are really knew like, the men in the DMs and, like, yeah, it's never, and I think that for me, because I know we've had a conversation about pretty privilege or whatever people think that is or not, but like, thing. I've never, I try to really like feel empathy for people who say that they can't get anyone because of their weight, because like, I've never had a problem. Like no matter what size I am, like there's always guys hitting on me, guys trying to get with me. Like, it's never been like, 
oh, I can't. Now, does the quality change? That depends on what quality is to you. For me, yes. But I still get the cute ones. Yeah, we go. It's, it's shocking how many, like, very physically fit guys really love fat women. It's it is absolutely true. And my husband shocking. always laughs at this. And he, because, you know, my, my phone is, my account is logged in on his phone. Yeah. There are times, like, if my phone's acting up, like, I will use his phone instead. So, you know, there's not much I care about him seeing. Like, he can access my DMs whenever he feels like it. So there are yeah. times literally seeing messages coming in and he's just like what but it's always like some buff guy who's like cut up or whatever and I dated a guy who was one of those guys he was not really my type and I guess initially meeting him he's the guy like I dated right before Jared I didn't know he was whatever it wasn't until we were butt booty naked that I realized like oh he's like cut up and he was like really into the gym he was really into working out and I was not interested and I I mean like he never really was like oh let let me change you he never asked for that like he saw me one night standing on the street and was like yo come on let's walk and of course he's like 10 years older than me and he was talking to me all crazy like I should have known better but at any rate (laughs) I was like "Uh I'm 19 20 you know whatever walking down the street with this guy yeah. And he was so much. My husband always gets mad when I say this. And I'm like, this is the first time I had ever been picked up during you know, okay. experience. Okay. I'm like, okay, this 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 might not be too bad. <laughs> Relationship did not work out. Obviously, he was completely yeah. an utter liar for many yeah. other reasons. But people were like how is she like with this guy like and if you had seen his baby mom she's yeah. big like yeah. very slender and well, that's the thing too is a lot of it is unfortunately on the on the dl like they have the appearance of what they want i think that this is a fear that a lot of women have too is that guys have the what they want to say that they want right what they want people to see them with whether it be physically or virtue wise like they want them with see someone with someone prim and proper meanwhile they like like dirty dirty things and they should be with the person who likes dirty things but they don't want to be perceived as someone who's with the person who likes dirty things so they get with like the sweet wonderful person and cheat on her when she should be with the sweet wonderful guy and then same thing with that with you know on the other side of it like they want to be with plus size women or whatever type of woman they're into but they know what looks better on the outside so that's what they show on the outside and then they're are in our dms so really like, no. and the thing that's crazy is i have seen a lot of videos go around of women sharing their you know horrifying cheating stories i don't wish it on anybody but one of the things they always start with is she's bigger than them like she's fat and sloppy he left me for this or you know he cheated on me for that and i'm like sis like obviously she appealed to him because he mm-hmm. wanted to fight out the pipe now, whatever his reasoning was for cheating on you, like, why are you mad it's with a bigger woman? It's because you assign yourself a value over a bigger sized woman. I'll never forget when I was messing with this rapper in Philly way back and he ended up being like the world's greatest whore. And once like all of the women kind of like found out about each other, I was probably the, at the time, 
I was probably like the second biggest girl he was messing with. And it's no, like he obviously had a thing for plus size women. That wasn't a secret. Like all the girls he messed with were kind of like on the healthier side. And at that time in my life, I was only like 280, 300 pounds. So, you know, I wasn't crazy big and I wasn't, I mean, at least not for my stature or at least what I thought was crazy big, but I also wasn't super small. Yeah. The minute, like some of them found out about me, the first thing out their mouth, never mind if these women were just as healthy, okay? We're not that far off. The first thing out their mouth is, oh my God, I can't believe he, he's messing with this fat, wealthy, or you know, whatever. And I'm just like, oh, you're mad, mad. You, you mad. Ooh. Well, it's because we're growing up, like literally being taught that the worst thing you can be is fat. Like, right. the, like how often do you hear people say like, blah, 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 but at least I'm not fat. Like their whole world can be crumbling, but at least I'm not fat. Like they're literally... Like is thinking that is the worst thing to be. And anytime they get in a fight, the first thing is you're fat. Like that's the biggest insult in the world. I just interviewed <laughs> um, Anna Chapman today for her podcast, Where We Belong. And we had that conversation about like the, the word fat. I'm like, if you walk up to me or you leave comments like, oh, you're fat. It's like essentially telling me you're black. That's what I say. Like, yes, and the like, like, I don't, that's not an insult. You're just dating a fact. I don't know. Dating a fact. I'm like, am I supposed to cry about something I know to be factual? Like, it is facts. I am fat. Yeah. What else do you want to list off? I have brown eyes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my hair is in braids. All right. You know, yeah. well, okay. Like, insult me. Like, I'm more insulted. Like, I won't even lie. Like, if you insult me and call me like stupid, I might be more offended by that because oh yeah mama did not raise with no fool so like you're you're attacking my intelligence yeah or like i'm more apt for you to i'd be insulted like if you you know comments on my parenting or something like that but you telling me a physical characteristic of myself that i know is true like how are you hurting me with the truth that i already know like do you ever notice like people are in your comments like oh she is so fat that's not how like do you know you, you are telling fat people these things as as we that's what I always say, like, they already know. But you know what the thing is, though? It's kind of like what your mom says, and it's something that I live by, too, which is, like, what someone says says more about them than it does about you. And as you know, I watch a ton of reality TV, and that's where I pull my life lessons from. But if you watch the arguments on reality TV and stuff, I use it as, like, just to dissect people, but you will see, like, the like the things that they point out that they're upset about with the other person is usually something that they're dealing with or something that they're struggling with. We're just in the spot where we can see both of it. So, um, you know, there's the saying like what Sally says about Susan says more about Sally than Susan. I absolutely, I absolutely believe that because, and it's something that I use when I meet new people. Like, what are you telling me about other people like you know do I need to keep an eye on you like what how do you like what's your logic like when you talk about other people because I am understanding like where you're coming from when you say those things you know what I mean like how we were saying before like someone comfortable with their body isn't mad when other people make decisions to change their body they're just not because they don't care because they're comfortable with themselves. But someone who is not comfortable with themselves and has to fight it constantly to try to be comfortable with themselves or just straight up hates parts of themselves, yes, they're mad at anyone making changes to like their body more because they can't or won't. And that's the thing. Um, you know, when my daughter was going through 
it was really rough on us when we, not us, but her, honestly, moving down here. She had been homeschooled pretty much when we were in Philly. So she was, it wasn't that she wasn't around other kids. It was other kids who were online learning in a classroom, but it was so small. And it comes close-knit, like your family. You know everybody. You grew up with these kids. She had been with them yeah. since like, kindergarten. When we moved down here, going to brick-and-mortar school was kind of like the first time she was going to public school. And I'll never forget, like, she was so adorable to me on her first day of school. It was her first day of, like, sixth grade. She had grades that she had gotten when she was in Connecticut yeah. with her family. You know, I had bought her this cute little skirt and she had a little cardigan sweater and she had this bow in her hair. She was just so gorgeous. Imagine She's my baby, so I feel that way. Of course, you think she's the cutest. Yeah, and she came home so upset because kids were making fun of the bow that was in her hair. So, of course, I was like, okay, I'll take the bow out. Whatever, not a big deal. But once her braids came out and she had this long, she had a lot of hair. My daughter had a lot of hair. She's always had a lot of hair. And they made her feel so bad. They tore her apart because she was slimmer back then. She didn't, she hadn't started menstruating she she got her period sometime later into the school year but yeah. you know the girls down here are caked up you know what i mean like very young See, so like she, it's the opposite of where i grew right. up everyone is a stick forever oh girl down here so they when i caked bad. up i just looked chunky when where i would have fit it right in back right in, down, down here there. Yeah, right? yeah. so she's like you know taking it so hard and the girls are like coming at her about her hair and like making fun of her telling, oh, that's not your hair. You know, really just trying to berate her. And I'm like, Ashira, you're gorgeous. Like your hair is beautiful. You're beautiful. Like this is why they're mad. And she yeah. couldn't understand it. And they would pick fights with her. Like because the guys like liked her. She was new. Guys always like the new girl, right? As long yeah. as she's not, yeah. a, you know what I mean? And so she was getting a lot of male attention and girls were trying to fight her over. Like this is- and it's so, But it's so hard to let them know at that age that- they're fighting them because they're jealous, not oh, no, I told anything her. you did. Like you tell them, but it doesn't. She couldn't, know, she couldn't understand your actions. Yeah, like, because I remember that I had a, a thing with one of my friends and um, <laughs> anyways, her, uh, her, um, her boyfriend had a thing for me Ooh. at the time. You and, are I mean, like I was just whatever because they were dating but then like he went to school he went off to college we were both still in high school they broke up we were talking anyways blah 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 oh scandal tell me <laughs> <laughs> anyways so um what was my point oh my point was that she would say like he told me like the things that she would say she used to say like the nastiest things about being my alleged best friend but I realize now it's because she was so jealous of him, of me, because she could tell like the whole time we were together, like he was into me and attracted to me, which is why she was going out of her way to bring me up to him and say really mean things. I'm really- she just made him want me more, so. No, listen, <laughs> you're a ratchet, hold on. Um, when I had first moved to Philly and I had moved there with my best friend and not my alleged best friend, she really is my best friend. So she wasn't being shady, but the guy she had been messing with at the time, he had a thing for me and she caught on way before I did. I was like, very like, oh no, he's not interested in me. Like whatever. Yeah, it takes me forever. He's like, they're just friends. He's like, all right, listen to this. Like he's never come over this much. He's calling the house now. He's always looking to talk to you. When mm -hmm. he shows up, he's like, where's your sister? Like. And she was never out of pocket towards me about it. Um, and I was always, you know, she was upset and rightfully so. And then something did happen where he like really did try to come at me. Like he dropped his drawers in the middle While of While still dating her? 
No. So they had stopped dating, but they were still cool with one another. And, but he was by that time just coming by the house to talk to me. And the crazy thing was like, when I had first moved there, like he had introduced me, like his cousin had like a really big crush on me. So like, I was kind of like talking to the cousin or whatever. And so he would like talk to me about like his problems with baby mom and where his thoughts were about my best friend and stuff like that. And I was just like being what I thought was a good friend. So it wasn't until much later down the line that like I realized, oh no, he really does like me. And on the day that we were getting ready to move out of our apartment, she wasn't there. She was already like dating somebody else. She was um, at her boyfriend's house. He had like come over and like, you know, I probably shouldn't have let him in, but he smoked me out. So I was like, okay, I'm just like, but like, he went for it. Like he went for it. He went in for the kiss and then he's like, what's up? Like, I'm trying to, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, ew, like you've been inside my best friend. No. Yeah. But I was always grateful that in those circumstances that she wasn't because the one thing that like, where you said you're the guy you we're talking to like he was telling you what the friend was saying he was doing the same thing but nothing she was saying was bad yeah she, you know, she really loves you and really like cares about what happens to you and like I guess she had explained to him why I was coming down there and that just solidified my love for her and yeah. made me look at him like what are you doing right so, like no right. it's not happening and I think that's why it's so important to have friends who are secure with themselves now yes later on in life she and I have been best friends for like 20 years. She did share with me that there were moments and I shared with her, like, I used to feel like I did not compare. She's gorgeous. My best friend is gorgeous. She's beautiful. And she was like, leash, like, you, like we would go places and she was like, groups of guys were trying to like holler at you. And she was like, and I would just be feeling like the standby. And I'm like, what? And the, there was this one instance where the way she saw it was so different than how I saw it. Perception, man. It's crazy. Perception is crazy. We grew up in the same hometown, right? So like we've known each other since high school and people always flock to her. But the one thing that I really love about her and I'm so grateful for having her in my life, she was the one friend who never downplayed me from my size, never thought that I wasn't capable, like never excluded me or said, you know, oh, you can't have access or this won't be for you because you're size. She was always proud of me. She was always like, my bestie's on my arm, look at her. Yeah. And it was like vice versa. And that energy, that's important in friendships. You need to surround yourself with friends who don't treat you like the bag armrest at you wherever you're at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so that's what I did tell my daughter. Like, you need friends who big you up and you can big them up too. And you never want to be friends with someone who is insecure or jealous because eventually it, it's the worst it it is literally first of all girls who say they can't be friends with other girls are a problem don't trust them let's start there because there is something about having a girlfriend and being a girlfriend and even if all your friends aren't girls um if you are a woman who cannot be friends with other women i have found from many attempts to be friends with that person that that person is the problem and that person is the reason she can't get along with other women, but blames it on other women. Right. The rest of us can get along with at least one or two one other women. And here's the thing. And, I'm not mad at women who keep a lot of guy friends because I was definitely that person. No. And that's only changed because I'm married. But you still had girlfriends. Like right. you still and, have that friendship with girls. And there's a difference between that and women who are like, 
first thing out of their mouth is I can't girls don't like to the girls are like oh okay I'm sure it made, it made me think about that TikTok challenge did you see like the one where the girls are like girls don't like me because yeah, like, I'm pretty and I'm like I like, say why I yeah just the fact that you think that is the problem um but it really is it's an insecurity thing and there's no cure for it. Like I remember once we, it was a Memorial Day weekend, me, my friend and our other friend, we were like by the pool by his house. It was me, him and her. And she, by the way, she's beautiful, slim, great body, gorgeous. She spent the whole time talking crap about every other woman at the pool. Like, I can't believe she wore that. I can't believe she thinks that. I can't blah, blah, blah. And I was just sitting there like, the sun is gorgeous today. We are drinking and having fun. And instead of having a good time, you have, like, I left early because I couldn't take it. But it's like, instead of having a great time joking, laughing, you're miserable because of the way other people look. Like you're not talking to them. You're not interacting with them. Their life doesn't impact you at all. But even if it did, it's still their bodies and not you. And I just can't, like for me, it's so hard to wrap my head around like being that insecure that you just can't be happy if other people are happy. Like there are moments where I see women and my initial reaction, honestly, was sometimes be like, oh, wow, I can't believe she wore that. But I checked myself. Yes. The first thing yeah. I do is I'm like, you know what? There are people who say that about you. Why do you feel that way? Yep. Here's my thing. If she likes it, I love it. If you feel comfortable, yes. so good in it, and you think you look good, you deserve that. Everyone deserves to feel like they look good, which is why I don't offer commentary on people's pages about what they put on. Yep. Like, why it's all opinion like I literally just did one of my Thursday thoughts about this like everything everyone says to you is an opinion and it's your decision if you want to buy into that opinion or not buy into it nothing anyone tells you is a fact what like I mean except for like scientific stuff but like let's say we're talking about the world of like beauty and fashion and whatever it's all opinion someone could tell you you look amazing and they're right someone could tell you you look like trash and they're right it is their perception. None of it matters. The only thing that matters is what you think about yourself. And the problem is, A, not enough people understand that. And so they put so much thought and feeling and value into what other people say instead of themselves. And then B, too many people think their opinion is a fact. That's part of the problem. Your opinion is not a fact. Like you said, like when you look at someone, you're like, oh, why would they wear that? I still think that too. That doesn't go away. That's a human reaction. But just like you, I check myself and go, because she wants to. That's why I go queen. Yes, sis. Do right. you. Because just because I would never be caught dead in that outfit does not mean that you cannot rock it and feel good. And as long as you feel good, I love it for you. Keep it going. But at the crux of it, if I'm completely honest, I tell people all the time, I still have insecurities about certain things. So oftentimes when I'm seeing a woman wear something and I'm like, oh, why would she do that? It's because I literally wouldn't because of my insecurities. Yeah, there's that. How too. I feel about myself. But at and least you check people yourself. People got to be honest about where it comes from because they're like, oh, I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm like, but maybe you are projecting how you feel about your body onto somebody else and how they feel about theirs. And that's not right. Like, you know because what? you have something, why share that with somebody else? Why put that on? Yeah. 
no, I absolutely agree with that. And I want to talk about that a little bit more next week too, the whole projection, because something that I identified with and have been working on over the years is um, feeling intimidated by people. And I really came to the point where I had to ask myself, like, are they intimidating or am I intimidated? Have they done anything that is intimidating or am I just intimidated by them for some reason? And if that's the case, why? But we'll talk so about that. We're gonna not talk about that next week because next week we're going to have a guest, but we're not going to tell you who. But well, we, we can, can ask her too. We can ask her about it. We could. We could. We actually can involve her in that conversation. Yeah. Oh, I hope you guys have enjoyed the conversation. And of course, we want you to sound off down below or join us during our live chat while we do this and leave your thoughts. We really want you guys' engagement and feedback. And of course, hit that subscribe button, turn on your notification bell so you know when we're coming to bring the sauce. And you can find us at right here down below on the screen at more than our size underscore the show on Instagram. And of course you can find me at API blog and Imade. At that African butterfly. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.